Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining me. It's episode 83 and we're going to be setting you up for 2023 today. And sincerely, I really appreciate it. Your ears could be 101 other places and yet you're here and I'm very, very thankful for it. I'm really grateful. Uh, Podcasting is one of my favorite things that I get to do over the span of the week and they're also just one of my favorite things in general I very rarely would be found doing anything without my earpods in whether it be prepping walking anything those of you who know I frequently go into the shower accidentally with my earpods in that's because they are very much a firm fixture of of just how I how I do things and podcasting and uh, an audible Apple Podcasts and Audible are my absolute go-tos when it comes to gathering uh, information, learning about new things, whether it be fitness related, whether it be absolutely nothing to do with fitness. I adore podcasts and the fact that I get to do one every single week is um, is a joy. It really is. So thank you for joining me. I hope this one's going to be really helpful for you. It, we are going to be talking about setting up for 2023, but actually the premise is pretty applicable whenever you choose to listen to this so you might not be catching me ahead of the the new year but this is still going to be really helpful if you're someone who perhaps feels they need a little bit of direction I think typically the new year has always signaled that for a lot of us hasn't it new year new me um so we're going to be talking about how to how to set up for that in the best possible way Let's go through some some housekeeping. Have you taken our health check review yet? Do you have your health score? We are really, really great at tracking various aspects of our of our health, whether it be steps, whether it be calories. You probably have looked at your sleep tracker on your apps. You probably have weight loss targets. You probably have targets for, for work. You probably have all of these things. We're really good at measuring a lot of things but not our health overall. And this series of evidence-based questions is going to assess your health over multiple different arenas, be it nutrition, training, stress management, sleep, routine. We want to know about a holistic view of your your health, where you're at at the moment. But importantly, this will really feed well into this podcast. If you need a starting point and something that you want to improve on, the health score is going to give you that overall number, which would be a wonderful way to kick off the year. Knowing what that is and what the app does, which is wonderful. It shows you the areas that you're strong in, but it also shows you the areas that require potentially a little bit more attention and the best possible ways to, to address that. So if you have not taken this, I'll link it in the show notes below. Go and get your health score. Let me know how you got on. If you've got any questions specific to your feedback, how to apply that in your in your day-to-day lifestyle. We would love to help. Science, it's back. Christmas cardio is back in your apps. We have done this every single December since CWC was born. We bring back Christmas cardio. And I am by no means saying that you should be doing more activity over the month of December. I'm absolutely not saying that you you need need to be doing more sessions. That's not the case. But let's call a spade a spade. During the next few weeks, we're probably going to eat a higher number, more frequent, larger meals. We're going to be eating a little bit more than normal. We're maybe going to be drinking a little bit more, socializing more, including things that we wouldn't normally in the diet. 
sometimes it just feels really, really, really good to go into the gym and work up a sweat, to help digestion, to really, to work hard, to go in for a short, sharp blast. It just feels really great. And Christmas cardio is, as I say, something we've always brought um, brought back and clients for you. You can find all of the sessions in your apps, as well as the PDF download on the Facebook group. Let me know how you get on with those sessions. I've done the cross trainer and stairmaster one so far and I don't mind saying holy hell that was humbling so I'd love to see some of your sweaty faces I'd love to know how you got on and um yeah enjoy enjoy Christmas cardio and last one if you do enjoy this podcast if you are a regular listener you're brand new um please feel free to share the podcast it helps send get our message out to more people who want to make positive changes to their health their wellness their lifestyle and the best possible way to do that is to either share it on your social media platforms or simply send it to someone that you think would find the podcast useful maybe you've had a conversation about your 2023 goals with someone recently maybe you have a friend colleague partner family member who you know wants to make a positive change maybe they've had a pretty rough 2022 they're not sure how to set themselves up for success this might be exactly what they need to hear so if you enjoy this podcast give it a share we would sincerely appreciate it i'll get into this today i'm feeling very festive i'm feeling really really festive i am well i'm feeling very cold i'm wrapped up in in several blankets unfortunately my new desk i have moved i have moved but finally settled. There will be no more moving for a while and I'm absolutely thrilled about it. If you know me, I absolutely adore routine and completely thrive in it. So being a little bit all over the place over the last few months has been challenging in terms of logistics and it's just really, really nice to be settled, I have to say. But that being said, my new desk is is beside a lot of glass. So for the next few months, it might be a, a hot water bottle and, and blanket situation, but things are feeling very festive. The, the garlands are up, the wreaths on the wall. I bought my first adult Christmas tree. Yeah, I have, uh, I've never had a Christmas tree in my own, in my own home. Not 100% sure why. I had a Christmas candle one year, but I've never, I'm not a Scrooge kind of person either. Generally quite festive, but I've just never had a tree. But this was the year. Obviously it's me, so it was artificial, uh, already came snow covered and is pre-lit. So it was literally a 10 minute out the box, plug it in scenario. No decorations on it whatsoever, but I'm incredibly pleased with it. And yeah, it's it's wonderful. Let's see how long it takes Alby to chew it um, for me to come home to a snow-covered floor. Anyway, I hope you are feeling equally festive. Maybe you're listening to me this week while stuck in some traffic. Maybe you're doing a, a late night Christmas shopping run. Maybe you are getting through the to-do list, running some errands. Maybe you're getting in some quick sessions in the gym while while you can. Maybe you're training at different times over December to, to get these in. Wherever you are, I hope that you are looking forward to uh, to some lovely things over, over December. But let's go into the podcast, episode number 83 and... This podcast is not about goal setting. Goal setting is something that we have talked about before. There are goal setting episodes that you can go back and listen to. And clients, there are multiple goal setting resources that we've put together that are very, very 
step by step. This is how you create a goal, thinking about timeframes, thinking about feasibilities. You know, I love to reverse engineer, taking that goal, taking the steps, working way back. We have so many resources walking you through that. I will link one of our primary goal setting videos in the show notes below. So if it is something that off the back of this podcast, you're like, I would actually love to know a little bit more about, about the nitty gritty of that. I will pop it below and you can have a little watch of that. I think it's about 15 minutes long, but it would be really helpful. And once you've listened to this and you have an idea about your 2023, it might be incredibly useful. Instead of setting goals, however, I want to instead focus on intentions. And I want to ask you a couple of what I believe are quite challenging questions that I hope are really going to focus your thinking around the new year and really focus your attention to the opportunities that are available to you should you choose to take them. So why is now the right time to be going through and looking at your projections for for next year? And I'll be completely honest, we talked about this on a, uh, we have a team chat, a team call every single Monday morning. It's an amazing way to kick off the week. We prepare everything that we want to go through. We set our intentions for the upcoming week. We touch base and really kick off from Monday morning with a really, really positive attitude and with complete clarity on where we want to take the next seven days. It's a wonderful way to start the week. However, when I jumped on that call on Monday, I brought this up, but with a caveat that for me, this is actually quite late. I felt this was quite late to be talking about goal setting. It's generally something that I do significantly earlier. Some have done it in October time, which I know seems absolute madness, but it is where it is. And I think it's important to this side of Christmas and this soon, before we get into the, the real relaxing part of Christmas, to be giving this a little bit of thought. This is an exercise I've literally just done, Sunday just gone. So it's incredibly fresh in, in my mind. And do you know what? It's given me such a unforeseen oomph into the last few weeks of the year. I think there was a little bit of, of fatigue. I think there was a little bit of, oh, right, we're going into December. I did this intentions exercise. I did this spent a real good quality, not loads of time, but good quality time focusing on this. And it has put wind in the sails, put it that way. It's given me a real, yeah, drive towards the end of the year. And there is merit, I believe, in doing this in advance of, of January. You know what it's like, new year, new me, new year's resolutions. I'm actually not going to belittle that because sometimes and we've talked about this when we've discussed motivation. Sometimes we need that kickstart. Sometimes we need that spark. Sometimes we need the thing that kicked off, got the ball rolling, started the, the momentum. And the new year can be a wonderful time to, to have that spark. So I would never say, you know, don't be one of these people that sets New Year's resolutions. I think have a plan, have a reason and have a strong why. And then whatever that looks like for you is totally, totally personal. But I do think right now is the time to be, as I say, thinking about this. It doesn't have to take a long time, 
but I believe that it should be quality time. So on Sunday, I worked in the morning, I spent the afternoon uh, on a dog walk, taking in some of the festivities around Richmond, got a couple of Christmas presents, came back, lit a candle, you know, the tree was on in the background, dog was fast asleep, I sat down with my notebook, no distraction, no phone, and just let it all out. So like I say, it doesn't need to be ages, but I would suggest you sit down. The question that I'm going to ask is one that I started with, but I think is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly challenging. And it's so simple. What do you want? That's it. I think, and I believe it to be an incredibly important question, but a surprisingly difficult question to answer. And it's so funny because if you are, if you maybe, maybe you do have your own company or maybe you, you work for a company, you will, and your, your firm will have a mission statement. It will have a one sentence or a couple of sentences that they will say are their, their mission statements. It's their ethos. It's their drive. It's the backbone. It's what they're, they're striving for. All companies have this. We don't tend to have them in our personal lives. We don't tend to be able to apply this to ourselves. And this really hit me between the eyes, actually, when I was sitting going, the world's your oyster, but what do you actually want? In some ways, it's no surprise that it is such a, such a task to, to really narrow down our priorities and our, our core values. The reason that I think it's often difficult to, to want things is because of failure. It's really hard to accept that, you know, we actually really, really wanted that thing. We wanted that situation. We wanted that that career, that relationship, that home, that, that it could be anything. It's sometimes really, really hard to accept that I wanted something and it did not happen. But is that fear of failure actually holding you back? Actually stopping you creating clear intentions and actually stopping you striving for something because as hard as it is to want something and not have it how good does it feel to want something and then achieve it particularly if it's been a hard graft particularly if it's required work particularly if it's been a long period of time when we've really really worked for something when we finally get it there's nothing like that feeling. Often it's easier to accept that what happens to us is just what happens to us. That we are a boat just cruising along and wherever the tide is going to take us is where we're going to end up. I'm going to ask you here to challenge that belief and say, how much control do you have have you had and do you intend to have on the direction and the trajectory that you are currently going? It is so easy just to let things happen to us. It is so easy to blame or put consequence on circumstance because things just happened to us. That is easier than trying to take action and do things ourselves. And yet people who excel in all areas, those are the people who set themselves a target and they create a momentum and action to actually move in a direction towards that goal, that success, that thing that they wanted. So I'll ask you again, what do you want? 
how you get there is actually the easy part. Once you know what you want, the actual steps required to get there can be fairly logical. Mapping it out is the easy part. If you want to get in shape, you'll get a coach and you'll follow a plan. If you want to learn a skill, you'll go to a class or you'll sign up to a, to a course. If you want to get a new qualification, you'll research the best place to do that. You'll send some inquiries. You'll get signed up to that, to that course. If you wanted to improve your relationship, you might schedule in weekly date night. You might make sure that you're spending quality time together. How you get to what you want, how you map that out is fairly, as I say, straightforward. The one thing that is generally missing for people is accountability. It's like anything, intentions are all well and good, but unless you're willing to take action on those intentions, nothing moves. Thinking about things and creating mood boards and get that, that's all perfect, right? That's all great. It's a brilliant starting point. But what's actually even more important is then the step of, right, what am I going to do about this? What's the first thing that I need to do to make that happen? So you're not just planning the thing, but you're planning exactly how you're going to make it happen. Accountability is so key with this. So if you are someone who has historically been brilliant at making the plans, but you feel your execution might not be the thing that's worked for you previously, yes, map out where you're going to go, but be incredibly realistic about how that will work within your lifestyle. So if you want to get in shape, yes, you're going to get a coach and you're going to follow a plan, but you might say to yourself in advance, right, I'm going to get this coach. They're going to give me a program. I'm already thinking, right, I can do this on a Monday morning, a Wednesday evening, oh, and a Friday morning. Perfect. I've got three days, right? If you want to learn a skill, you're going to go to a class. When you're doing your research, it makes sense to find a class that's suitable for your schedule. Maybe you can do an online course on a Thursday night or an in-person course on a, on a Saturday morning, which one actually works for you. If you want a new qualification, yeah, you're going to research the best places to go. How do you actually get there? If you need to go to lectures or you need to do things online, can you dedicate a Friday afternoon to this new qualification? Would that work with your existing schedule? What may you need to move to allow that to, to happen, to weave into your week? Say you want to improve your relationship, you're going to schedule quality time together, that's great. But maybe you need to sit down and actually communicate that, make sure you're both on the same page. Maybe one person takes one date night a month, but you have the communication, you make the commitment, you keep each other accountable. Yes, it's brilliant to have the, the goal. You want to map out how you're going to get there and be realistic in that mapping out. The practicality of this is so, so key. Because you want, if you've decided you want something, let's make it happen. Practical application and accountability. Making sure that you have someone, something, or some way of measuring that this is consistently getting done. I think what often happens when we set intentions as well is that we're very, very poor at regularly coming back to review where we're at versus where we want to be. So if you have a trajectory or a goal that's going to span a couple of months, 
well, you don't want to get to the end of those couple of months and say, oh, well, what happened? Oh, right, I should probably do something about this now. Or, oh, I had to change something. I had to change a, a strategy that that wasn't working for me quite. Well, when you're three months down the line, it's, it's too late. You want to be in a position where you are regularly reviewing your goals. Clients, a good example of this is how effective do you find doing weekly check-ins, weekly touch points? Maybe you have a weekly call with me. How helpful do you find those? And how ingrained are they in your week? You might say, oh, Monday, check-in day, perfect. Oh, I've got my call with Caroline on Thursday. You, you just know that it's going to happen. It's just part of you, part of the fabric. The reason that you make the progress that you do within the program is because we have the frequency of those touch points. And what it allows us to do is to take action as and when we need to. Your life changes on a weekly basis, so we need to be able to adapt your plan in accordance with the, with the situation of a given week. Your goal is going to be similar. And having frequent points where you review how things are going, these weekly checkpoints will allow you to pivot if you need to. I can't say the word pivot without thinking about that friend's episode. <laughs> These weekly checkpoints will allow you to pivot if you need to. Uh, that's not funny if you've never seen that. I'm so sorry. What I mean by pivot is if things aren't going in exactly the right direction and you need to make an adjustment or you need to change, you need to be able to change things up to allow you to do that. Uh, so it's really, really important that it's something that you can do on a regular basis. Maybe you do have a weekly check-in with yourself. Maybe, you know, when the kids are asleep on a, on a Saturday morning, you're always the first one that's up. Cup of tea before, before everyone else is awake. You sit down for 10 minutes. You review, right, these are the intentions I set myself. What have I done to reach my goal this week? Am I on track for the month? Does that month then feed into the, the wider goal? It can be as easy as that. And if things aren't happening, you have to ask the questions. Why aren't they happening? What can I do about it? What am I going to do for the week ahead? So make sure that you have a, an accountability, a method of accountability. And obviously, if you do feel that external help is something that you would benefit from and that an outside pair of eyes is something that you find easier to to work with and you find it easier to stay accountable to someone who is not in your immediate circle that's where coaching has its huge merits and can really really be incredibly effective in getting you to where you want to go how have I done it this year I've actually done it a little bit differently than I do normally I have followed the principles that I always do. Now, if you're a client of mine, you will know these principles incredibly well. However, I have done them, as I say, slightly differently. I tend to split my goal setting into a number of different components because my life, like absolutely everyone else's, is made up of a number of different components. You play different roles in those spheres of your life. You have different goals, different intentions, and you want different things from different areas of your life. I split mine into four purely because I find four to be more than enough to be looking at, more than enough to, to be juggling. You might find that you have more or less quadrants. That Well, there would be a quadrant then if you had more, would it? Let's, let's just roll with it though. Four, you might find that you've got four quadrants. 
You may, however, find that you are going through a particularly busy period. You're going to be having a particularly busy year and you have more to juggle than normal. I will be completely transparent about the way I've done this this year. My quadrants I've broken down into health, business, experiences, and relationships. And each of those four quadrants has different goals. They're very, very simple and they're very, very achievable. So within those four markers, there are separate goals. They're not completely mutually exclusive, I wouldn't say. If you're working on your health, that's going to have a brilliant effect on how you show up in your relationships. It's going to have an amazing effect on your energy, which is going to have a great impact on your clients, your business. Your business, taking time in and out of, of your business allows you to carve out time, which is going to allow me to work on the experiences side of the, of the goals. These quadrants can be of any category that you choose. For you, it may be family, it may be career, it may be a, a new qualification that you're undertaking. It may be, you know, you want to grow your family this year. Maybe you've got a wedding planned. Maybe for you, this is the year that you work towards your dream body composition. Maybe you want to go to that place you've never traveled to. Maybe you want to kick off a startup. Could, literally, it could be anything. But the quadrants should be applicable to you and they need to mean something to you. Don't just put something because you think that everyone else has got that. You know, I want to... I don't know what do people like to do get engaged get married buy a new car buy a new house like if that's not applicable to you that's not one of your quadrants okay you need to deeply deeply care about your goals that is one of the things that I will say from that is applicable from all of the the goal setting talks that we've done is that the fundamental about this is that you need to intrinsically from your absolute core care about what you're working towards because it's going to be hard because it's going to be tough because it's not going to be plain sailing there's going to be curveballs there's going to be things that you need to work around you might even take several steps back if you do not care enough you will not keep going so it's really really important that this is something that you it, that you feel so strongly about that you're willing to go the extra mile that you're willing to put the extra time effort and energy required these goals need to be broken down into ideally as simple and tangible goal as possible. It, it can be tricky because sometimes it's subjective, but I would try as much as possible to make your goals as simple as possible. I've also this year done a vision board, which isn't something that has ever appealed to me. The irony being that I'm incredibly visual a person and I love to see things intangibly in front of me but I've never ever used a vision board and I have actually this year put together a I do love a Pinterest board so for this year I have a, a Pinterest board that has a collection of images that strike chords with me there's not a whole load but there's enough there that make me go hmm and we were talking about this on the call on Monday. I am getting into the habit as part of my morning routine to touch base with this vision board as often as possible and really remind myself of why, remind myself of how much I care about things, about the, the various things on there. 
And like I say, it's put this new wind in the in the sails that I wasn't overly expecting to be 100% honest. So if it is something that you find valuable, yeah, absolutely do it, but only do it if you feel it's something that you would review further down the line and that would be useful long-term. But that being said, have a method of tracking, whether it be in a planner, a paper planner, maybe like me, you also like a digital one. You know, I love Google Calendar. It's the backbone of everything that I do. And I also have morning to-do lists and checklists where I've managed to incorporate this in as something that I do every single morning, even if it's a couple of minutes, just glancing over the goals, it reinforces the, the why. But have a method of outlining your goals, but also a way that's going to be easy for you to review them over time. If you're going to write them in a notebook and a beautiful notebook that you've probably gone away out and, and bought specifically for this, why do you all do that with stationery? Why do you all, new year, I need a new diary and it has to be beautiful and I'm going to write two pages in it and then it's going to go back to the back of the cupboard. If that sounds like something that you would do, then potentially that's not the best method for you. Find a method that you can commit to and that you can regularly review. I have a whiteboard on top of my mantelpiece and the whiteboard has daily checklists of things that get ticked off. And it means that I am super, super accountable. I have to actually, it's the first thing I see when I walk into the kitchen in the morning is this big whiteboard staring at me with the, with the day mapped out. And I mark in whether it's it's been achieved or whether it's not the various goals for that day. So have something that's going to work for you. Back of the fridge, on your desk, on your desktop, if that's the way that you work, on your phone, something. Now it's your turn. The best thing that you can possibly do is to either pause this recording right here, right now, or perhaps just wait till I finished, but to take stock as soon as you can in the next couple of minutes, ideally, and ask yourself that really, really hard to answer question. What do you want? I know that it can be challenging. I know that it can feel like, actually, well, I have absolutely no idea. No one's going to tell you what you should want. No one's going to tell you what you have permission to want. No one's going to give you what you want. You have to do it. And in order to do it, you have to have complete clarity on what that is. It goes right back to our discussion at the start. Do you just want to cruise along and just see what happens, go with the flow, wherever the tide's going to take you, you'll just end up there. Let's just hope it's nice. Or do you really want to put intention into this year, go in with complete clarity and get yourself to where you want to go? And when you know, and when you've got that map, you will be so surprised how quickly things happen how quickly momentum builds. When you have real conviction and you're willing to take that action, what's stopping you? Nothing. The only thing that's currently stopping you or has been stopping you is perhaps yourself and the systems that you have in place to keep you moving towards that thing that you want. You must have intention. Don't be afraid to be afraid of the goal. If you are afraid of the goal, 
then congratulations, you probably made a big enough one. A goal isn't satisfying if it's easy to achieve. A goal, we don't get the same sense of accomplishment if it doesn't give us that kind of feeling of, can I actually do that? Have you ever had done that in the gym where you've picked up a weight or you've loaded a bar and you've thought, I don't know if I can do this. Then how do you feel once you've done it? Incredible. There's nothing like it. Goals are the same. You are the only person in charge of your own happiness. And this can be incredibly hard to face up to that we are actually the ones in control of our reactions. We're in control of where we're going and ultimately how much we enjoy that process. We're in charge of our own happiness. And ask yourself, what support do you need in order to get to where you want to go? Do you have it in your immediate circle? Do you have someone you know that might be able to help? Do you need an expert? Is there an area where you require expertise that aren't currently available to you. If that is the case, then you need to find the right level of support to help you to keep moving forward. Because like I said, it's not going to be easy. But nothing good or anything worth having never was. So do yourself a favor. Go away. Ask the hard question. You might not be able to do it straight away. This might take a couple of revisits, a couple of brainstorms, and thinking about actually what would make the biggest impact to my life? What would move the needle forward the most? What would improving my happiness look like? What makes me happy? What does my perfect day look like? What does my perfect week look like? What does my perfect year look like? You have a huge, huge, huge opportunity to make your stamp on 2023 before it's even started. You want to go into January while everyone else is going, oh, I need to just, I need to work off Christmas and back to the diet and oh, back to the office. When everyone else is moaning and groaning and then putting themselves through dry January, which I've never understood. Why make it more miserable than it already is? If everyone else is still in the starting box, if everyone's you should be sprinting forwards. You should know already what it is that you want to achieve and the steps that you need to, to take from the get-go to make sure that that happens. And we're here to support you if you need us. If any of your goals are health, fitness, wellness, or accountability related, get in touch. We can 100, 100% support you. That's all from me today. Um, as ever, if you have not taken the health check review, you can find the link below in the show notes clients the Christmas cardio is in your apps as we speak and you can also access the pdf on the facebook groups and if you did enjoy this one perhaps it has given you that feeling perhaps it has sparked a little bit of energy in you perhaps it's made you think oh my goodness right this year I want to have that real sense of purpose this year, maybe you started your, your fitness journey in 2023. Maybe you currently work with us. Maybe you've seen what we've managed to achieve in this time. Now it's time to apply that to other areas. And I would implore you to do that now, this early in December. So hopefully you maybe have a little bit of time after listening to this podcast. Maybe you're going to, like me, schedule in a little bit of time at the weekend. It doesn't have to take ages, but... Goal setting and these kind of exercises should be, they should give you energy. They should set this fire alive in you, this drive. 
it's not like, oh, I need to set my goals. Let's let's make some smart goals. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being very, very in tune with your needs. As a mother, as a partner, as a as a colleague, as a sister, as a friend, being very, very in tune with the fact that yes, you lead a life that is made up of a number of different components. What areas do you want to excel in next year? What's really, really important to you? And harnessing that in a manageable and structured way to get you to where you want to go. I will love you and leave you all. We will touch base next week. Clients, we are live first Wednesday of the month. We are all live on our group call on Facebook. If you make it at 6.30 on Wednesday, the 7th, of December. We will see you all then. We'll be talking a lot more about setting intentions. I cannot wait to see you all. It'll be the last one of the year. See you next week.